Uh, this is gonna be cash, super cash. So drinks if you Hell got. Hell yeah! Them. Sorry for pulling you in at short notice. I'm cool with it. I wasn't doing anything. Excellent. I'm gonna grab another beer then. Do it. I'm got I'm, my. I am drinking the cashiest of drinks. What's that? Uh, the melt. Uh, the melt off of ice. <laughs> okay. Pretty cash. Pretty cash. I'm drinking truly spiked and sparkling with a hint of pomegranate. Because <laughs> I am a, I don't know, a 40 year old woman. <laughs> hey, 40 year old women are valid. I, I mean, I agree. Okay, oh, I take man. it back. This tastes like ass. <laughs> this is definitely not one of my favorite ones. This pomegranate flavor. Just like, here's a splash of chemicals. <laughs> these, these advertisements. Those vaguely sweet chemicals. Uh, thankfully, not all of them were as nasty as this. I kind of wish I'd gotten the hard cider, the hard lemonade instead. Uh, I I like I like uh, alcoholic lemonade, but I don't know why. But there's something about hard cider that really hits the spot 100 percent of the time. Mm. Hard cider like is good. Especially like uh, pear cider. Mm, I've not had pear cider, but that sounds very tasty. Or plum. Ah. I haven't water? had plum. Pear is good. You know, apple's the classic. That's what I usually have. I usually have dick-flavored cider. That doesn't to... sound too good. <laughs> I have to go to yeah. a specialty <laughs> store. The local... local local brew in fact I brew up some of it myself dick dick cider so like what um smegma based kombucha (laughs) Uh, advanced bioculture this has crossed a threshold (laughs) grown in nature's brewery the foreskin (laughs) that's staying in (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's go ahead and get on cracking hello everyone welcome to our very special premium bonus content you paid us five dollars a month here's something worth way less than that but you know here you go alton with the hard sell (laughs) it's true uh we also have a guest with us returning guest misandry hello hi we got them in like short notice, and by short notice, I mean literally thirty seconds. <laughs> I am extremely prepared. Same. We are all <laughs> extremely well, see, prepared. That's preparedness. <laughs> We've been preparing our whole life for this. Indeed, gaming our whole life for this one episode. Uh, so I should probably explain what exactly we'll be doing for our premium content. Uh, it was suggested to us by our friend Jordan that we go through old gaming magazines. Um, and I, I hardly agree. That, that sounds like a, just a fantastic retrospective to go through all these games. Um, maybe I should pick something a little bit more recent because this one is from uh, 96. And I was four years old when all these games came out. So <laughs> I mean, the story, the, <laughs> my connection to them is tenuous as, as best. 
I was four years old as well, but mm. I feel like that the gaming magazines between, specifically between the years of like 1996 and 1999, mm. the advertisements in them are such unique representations of the zeitgeist of the time that mm. I feel like that they are really important to cover. Perhaps. Absolutely. You know, and who better to cover it than <laughs> the vile cynics of Vigatwato? <laughs> to condemn it for all of its problematic nineties-ness. Oh, I can't I wait. was I was fifteen. <laughs> I was fifteen when these magazines came out. And mm. so I might have actually owned this issue that we're about to go through. That's, oh, were you, that, that's a good question. So I've never heard of this gaming magazine. Gamer Pro. <laughs> this is the July. 1996 edition of Gamer Pro, uh, <laughs> the number is... one multi-platform gaming magazine. See, that's it, intersectionality. It really this you could. This was the one that was everywhere. Um, for in terms of like with consoles, there was one that was like a computer gaming world that you saw a lot too. But this really was it. Um, the for the kind of mid early 90s, like you would find this everywhere. Uh, a little anecdote for my relationship with these magazines, who I do know quite well, in spite of the fact that, as said, I was also like four or five when they came out, is uh, when I was a dumbass kid, uh, like early 2000s, maybe 2000 itself, uh, I was out uh, like yard sailing with my mom. <clears throat> And one of the stops that we went to, there was just this big, like this gigantic box filled with GamePro backlogs going back, I think, until like the magazine started. Uh, and for some reason, in my idiot seven-year-old mind, I thought, these are comic <laughs> books. I want them. <laughs> and for a long time... After I got this box of Game Pro magazines, <laughs> the extremely outdated Game Pro magazines, mm -hmm. uh, I thought that this is what a comic book was. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I can't believe that in this edition of my favorite comic series, uh, Tekken gets a 6 out of 10. That's fucked up. It really, it really, it really is fucked up. Indeed. I bought a random issue of Captain America is my first <laughs> book and almost every panel uh, had a reference to something else that happened in the Marvel Universe and the story was 100% inscrutable there was no <laughs> explanation of what was happening and that and I and I was like oh okay so comics suck and I just didn't read another one <laughs> well they they do suck, which is why I think I came out on top yeah. thinking that game pros were comic because they had a they, like they had a followable theme, and there wasn't any there wasn't any callbacks, there wasn't any fuckery with multiversing or or cross or like a the cross game pro cinematic issues. universe. Yes, the Game Pro Cinematic Universe, which is just go which is an all encompassing of everything from the advertisements to the weird write-in letters that you got from uh, t that you got from like either the dudest of dude bros at the time or uh -huh. uh, five-year-olds. Cool, I would agree. Man, there are 133 pages of this shit. How are we gonna do this? We got 33 reviews, 57 previews. I think we're going to have to break this up into chunks. What you say? Well, we'll see how it goes. You know, maybe it loses its luster part of the way in. Like, mm. we're going to be dazzled by the first goofy ad and by 
Uh-huh. The 35th one, we can just, you know, keep going. I will I, right. I will say this. Uh, you will not be tired of the Goofy ads. It, they, 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 <laughs> they are all, uh, they are all uh, continuations of the same refrain, but they are all so entertaining in that extremely 90s way. All right, so let's, we're at the cover right here. It's got 33 reviews, 57 previews. Uh, Robotech is coming, N64 exclusive. Let's turn the page, shall we? All right. Hell yeah. Uh, before we dig in, uh, we're going to link the archive.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can uh, follow along with us. Magazine. And you, yeah, you should follow along with us. This is an interactive experience. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> just, I'm just Looks imagining like, like another a fucking, big hit. <laughs> I'm just imagining a fucking like I don't know if you listen to these, but like the read along like cassette tapes. When audiobooks. We're, we're yeah, audiobooks. Where now. it's just like turn the page to page four and <laughs> just like that's what I'm imagining doing. Gamers, take your gamer pro magazine and turn the page to the f- inside cover. There you go. Good job. <laughs> All right. And now we've got our first ad, which is a fucking baseball bat snapped in half with splinters everywhere. <laughs> this uh, I'm not I'm not a big uh, baseball person, but that that was a trend that I noticed back then, uh at least starting with the uh, like the movie The Sandlot of I I guess baseball extreme baseball paraphernalia violence. Just Sweet the destruction of baseball bats and as you can see in the lower corner with that that poor vivisected baseball uh i there's just a whole lot of projection going on in here because i don't know baseball has always been considered i guess the nerd sport i mean i guess it's still sports and i'm unless you see something funny i want to move on Well, I, I just would like to point out that mm-hmm. the bat is broken on the handle, so yes. that means that the hitter sucks and didn't <laughs> hit the ball at the correct place. Or the pitcher is fantastic. Or, well, yeah, of course. Or he got hit by fucking shrapnel. Uh, yeah, this is a war zone. <laughs> that would be much more interesting if this was just like people trying to play like baseball during an, an invasion, like on the fucking... <laughs> The fucking Normandy Beach. Well, uh, the next page is also a baseball. Oh my! It's god. not the same baseball. This is stained glass baseball. Oh my the- god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! God gave Roger it, Clemens like a, a ninety-eight mile an hour heater. He gave Mike Piazza an effortless home run swing, and he gave you well. He gave you his unconditional love. Isn't that enough? What? Is this saying that God basically thinks you're a bitch? I mean, yeah. I, I, think, I think that it is. And honestly, you know, you don't get this kind of frank truth from, uh, from media, usually. <laughs> this is just... just the God- <laughs> strangely the religious God- degradation of uh, gamers. The godly domain of, uh, I think that's like pixel rotoscoped baseball. Mm-hmm. I I can't tell from the screen caps to be perfectly honest. It's 
Uh, it looks like 3D environment with 2D sprites. Come yeah, er- early PlayStation baseball game. Oof, PlayStation baseball. All right, I'm turning the page. Yeah, no. Everybody was... knows that. Everybody knows that PlayStation PlayStation was the domain of the bass fishing games. Oh yeah, <laughs> brother, WrestleMania, the You're arcade saying... game. Y- your attention is brought drawn to that, but mine is drawn over to the gods have arrived in reference to something. Midway. Oh, WarGods.com. I'm gonna go to that website. It's probably like a <laughs> porn site by now. WarGods.com. Or a gaming clan website. No, it's uh it's a redirection to Daily Market. Not secure is what my yeah. browser says. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's still a that's still a uh Williams Entertainment, probably out of business now. I, I it, it yeah. is an inscrutable well, advertisement. The gods would not need a, a safe website, so that makes sense to me. <laughs> I agree. But, oh, that that wrestling advertisement, though. It's really good. I mean, this one's not, like... It, it's super corny in the way that, you know, WrestleMania is corny. But uh, it's very classic. Very classic. Nothing to really laugh at, but it's... Uh, the mullets. Oh, the mullets it's are just great. A, it's just a Party it's just very nice in the back, business in the front. <laughs> And that guy with the like Clark Kent uh, cowlick. <laughs> I see him. <laughs> like, Razor Ramon, <laughs> who's like judging by his face has suffered a stroke. <laughs> he's he's trying I mean, to emote. I, it's quite, Come on, be nice. It's quite possible. <laughs> I mean, you get hit in the head enough times, and it's going to happen to you. It is. Uh, it's a, it's a very serious problem. More realistic wrestling action than ever, brother. Reversals, pile drivers, and body slams. Oh, yeah. Now on the Sega Saturn. Hell yeah, Sega Saturn uh, shit, yes. We should turn the page for the uh, opening salvo of video game gazongas. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Look at this. Oh my god, look at the... I'm immediately drawing attention to the ninja with, like, the completely open front of her shirt and just, like, the weird feet. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this, you know, that, that classic design. I don't know. Something about it is just sort of, like, Uncanny Valley. Uh, I uh, don't know. Oh, yeah. It's like it's- we're looking at her feet from the side, but she's, like, in a 3D pose. It's... You see, this is why Rob Liefeld didn't draw feet. He yeah. just hid this. <laughs> uh, just, nobody knows what... Now, now, at the bottom left, you can see somebody who knows how to draw some feet. Yeah. Oh, they they really <laughs> they really got into drawing them feet. Uh, what is the name of that character? Dalsim? Is that Dalsim? The, the yoga master from, like, Yeah, Street that's Dalsim. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, they they drew the well. Um, there's an ad for a game called Experts, spelled <laughs> X P E R T S for the Sega Genesis, and I oh know nothing God. about what this game. I think it's a fighting game, but it literally just has a lady in like a nice evening dress with a mask on. Well, be, be, be careful what you say to her. She's hiding a crossbow under that dress. Where? She seems to have trouble hiding, like, having organs in her body right now. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but I, I, I like the opening line. Uh, and for the few who aren't impressed, let's not forget Shadow's black belt in ninjutsu, PhD in computer science, and the two other experts fighting alongside who can do just as much damage. All three of these trained government specialists are just waiting for you to control them. Pounding Fucking terrorists. Torturing the ones who won't cooperate. Fucking oh my god. Um, so uh, apparently in this game you torture terrorists. Uh, this is actually the... I, I'm pretty sure this was the, the original uh, uh, what uh, Zero Dark Thirty was supposed to be based off of. So uh-huh. <laughs> This is pre-9-11, people. This is just like casually dropping in mentions of torturing terrorists you know as proof that we've always been a very normal country torturing terrorists which given the uh given the attitudes of the time would inevitably have been like inner city folks yeah probably oh my god because oh that's because streets of rage as influential as it was for the genre it really kind of it really kind of fucked with a lot of the uh the a lot of ideas of what exactly is okay to be a targetable population. I did a quick Google, and the review that uh, popped out calls the game moronic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with shocked. one one out of five stars. Jesus Christ! Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in how this shitty game but i guess we should probably move on now Are we yeah ready? yeah, let's yeah well i mean we're gonna be doing a uh, let's play that now so. <laughs> jesus christ morgazanga is on the next page uh a oh, little I bit love it. buster bros collection addictive in air quotes what is it i don't know it's like is some it sort of bottle? it's a platformer it's some no. kind of platformer Stu- All I- and whoever designed this just needs to fucking return their graphic design like yeah, major that, Bl- that like baby blue right. baby blue like outline text on a red and black background it's hideous it it ain't a good look and that bear is really upsetting me <laughs> 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 ups the ups that's uh, that's upsy the upsetting bear yeah it's, it's <laughs> i i move in my seat and its eyes follow me it's a cool <laughs> trick and then here's the table of content let's see if there's anything good in here you can find any game you want if it's mentioned let's see deadly disc world 2 ooh Warcraft 1, Beyond the Dark Portal. Neat. Golden Axe the Duel. I think that... Uh, I didn't even know there was a Discworld 2. Maybe it was cancelled. That's probably under the preview section. Extreme, I would... pin, extreme Pinball. Hell yeah. There's so many fucking <laughs> games in this thing. Damn. If you lose the pinball game, it bricks your Genesis. <laughs> Alright, I think, so we gotta remember page 97 uh, before we wrap up and then just take a look at the Discworld thingamajig. Alright, we will. Uh, 12, page 12 is Letter from the Game Pros. Oh, I'm sure that's gonna I, be fun. I'm kind of interested in seeing their, what they have for Primal Rage. Alright, I'm turning the page. 
Grab a hold of the goal. <laughs> wow, this is a look at all these. Look at all what? this font. Double look page at all of this advertisement all the way across the game. All the way across the magazine. What? What is this font? I see it. The official Olympics font. You're not. You don't know this font. Man, the '90s were a trip and a half. <laughs> yeah, the, the the font and the fact that it all has like waves and wiggles in it. Yeah, the font on the there are two different fonts. There's like the big bold lettering that says "Grab a hold of the gold," which looks like it was written by a, a toddler with a red crayon. Um, and then or the, make or like a an errant tube of lipstick. Indeed. Or, and then the the second one is like this super like curvy, quirky, um, like script esque font. It looks it's, almost like it looks almost like uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, papyrus. Uh, it is. It is a lot more. Uh, I don't know. Art Nouveau, I guess. Um, but all I can all I can say about this font, it is it is the exact exactly the kind of font I'd expect to see in like the pamphlet for a church's summer activities for a kids. <laughs> are you tough? Are you tough enough to help the U.S. defeat the elite in soccer? It's spelled T U F F E N U F F. Blast bodacious banana shots. Jesus what the hell Christ. does that mean? That's... That sounds like oh man. Oh, someone's writing copy. <laughs> this fucking game. Up. Look it down. Uh, if you look at the bottom left, please spell P L E E E Z Z. Don't <laughs> kick in the TV. <laughs> God, I love like these '90s advertisements where their assumption is like, "You'll get so in the game, you'll forget you're not playing soccer in real life." You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure this ad won many awards. It's Coming winning the Vegas Wato Award right now for best <laughs> yeah, for best exactly. font. It's the Olympic Summer Games coming this summer to Atlanta and a video game store near you. Cool. All right, let's turn the page. Ooh, more great, great design right here. That that is Ugh. genuinely a Rob Liefeld thing in the lower in the art attack corner. <laughs> oh, these are the, the fan art of people who are all probably dead now. Yeah, and gamers <laughs> complaining about the Nintendo sixty four de- delay. Oh hell yeah! Read it out. Let's read this shit. All right. Uh, the unknown gamer replies. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to get out the get the format of this. I'm trying to find out who right, this the, unknown the starting gamer one, figure is. Starting the starting quote is the Nintendo 64 delay, and then T L Y seven six seven two eight two one says. <laughs> I can't believe what Nintendo did. Another delay. By the time it comes out, either Sega or Sony will dominate the video game market. I'm really sorry, Nintendo, but after waiting such a long time, I think I will finally buy one of the other next generation systems. Boy, oh boy. So apparently this is apparently Nintendo 64 got delayed and there's a big story on the left yeah. giving the context for it. 
Yeah, and there's just there's a really small one that I feel is like very it is it's very gamer even in the modern sense by the by well a a person named the upset gamer. I'm upset oh that Nintendo delayed the Nintendo 64 again. I can no longer wait until September 30. My money is now going to Sony. <laughs> uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty boring. Nobody gives a shit about the, the fucking Nintendo 64 being delayed anymore. I, I don't think. <laughs> uh, it's just... I, I'm still mad about it, personally. <laughs> Nintendo... Furious. I've never given you my money after you delay the Nintendo 64. Oh, oh, we we got some gamer hot takes uh, going on in Games and Gear. Oh, hell yes. Uh, In your March issue, the letter from the Game Pros suggested that Doom and Mortal Kombat were the two biggest forces in video games today. I believe that the popularity of the Mortal Kombat games is an anomaly. Like when the Bell... When the bell bottoms were popular in the 70s. In the future, people will look back at the Mortal Kombat phenomenon with bewilderment. The games are just plain rubbish. Doom is the best game ever made. <laughs> its superiority is not even debatable. <laughs> That's such a good fucking I mean, it bit. Says, it, it says SK Lister from uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, but I'm pretty sure they got it mixed up and this is my letter. Uh, I'm I, me getting extremely mad that anyone would call Doom better. Sounds like a fifteen-year-old no, 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 me being get... a real ass dipshit. Well, Mortal Kombat next... better than Doom. And the I mean, next, and the next game are we upset. are we looking back in bewilderment though? I just want to before we move on. Are we are we looking back in bewilderment about? I, Mortal I am looking back in bewilderment, but not for the reason this person uh, assumes I would. Oh, I, see. I I would say no. I mean, they you could rip off a dude's head and his spine would be dangling. It ruled. Next question. <laughs> well, the next the next is a gamer also complaining about like putting Mortal Kombat and uh, and uh, Doom on the same <laughs> pedestal. But I'm not going to read that because it's more interesting to me is uh, what their sign off is, and they are Jeffrey Johnson from the internet. Okay. Everyone's from that now. That's not special, Jeff. You're not special, Jeffrey. And then let's see. Uh, Jareem Abu Ali from Brooklyn, New York says, I really like the James Bond movie Goldeneye, and I was wondering if there'd be any games based on it. Hell yeah, Jareem. <laughs> you are in right. for a real fucking treat in like yeah, a year you're, or so. You're going to have a hell of a time. Well, I'm going to track Jareem down. How did you like that game, Jareem? Was it good? Was it a um, Jareem? Was it your Jareem? <laughs> I'm sure he's never heard that uh, joke before. He's probably it isn't on the internet because he's still playing it. He's just so happy. <laughs> I, I I hope Jareem all the best. I hope that his relationship with uh, Golden Eye is fulfilling. Indeed. You got anything more to say about this page? Or are we going to move on? I'd say I'd I'd say we can move on. Though I do respect that uh there's a picture of a dog uh with a virtual boy. That is a pretty good bit. <laughs> that that actually rules. It is pretty cool. It gets a workout from Nigel, the canine companion of Doug Rager in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. That sounds like a two fake names. <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's go. 
Oh. More. The next one is uh, Consumer Beware. Ooh. A consumer <laughs> advocacy page, I guess. I guess? Maybe. I, I think this is just like bug reports. Maybe. Well, it's stuff like the, the one that jumps out at me is a week after I bought my 3DO, the PlayStation came out. The 3DO has no good games, and he just like bitches that his 3DO sucks and all the other <laughs> did I uh, get consoles off? rule. Did you get and then the watch <laughs> answer? The watchdog barks. Did you get ripped off? My question <laughs> to you is: Why did you buy the 3DO if you knew there were no good games for it? In our opinion, there's some great games for the 3DO. This does not <laughs> this does really? not age well. Um, <laughs> this readers, is- we need a research assistant. So this is what uh, I guess this is the part where you write into the magazine and they talk down to you for what idiot you are for spending. Seven hundred dollars on video yeah, the, games. The the watchdog is a very sarcastic entity. <laughs> oh, somehow, sometimes they mix up. They mix up how he responds. Sometimes he states. Most of the time, he states. Uh, sometimes he says. But this one, he barks. He's mad. He's growling at this, <laughs> yeah, this moron who bought the 3DO. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't talk shit about the, the 3DO. Yeah, Bow the, down. The watchdog will bite your dick off. All right. Uh, anybody Anybody else notice the very unsettling Diddy over in the corner? There? Uh, I can see his, his belly button, and it's upsetting. <laughs> it's not, it is not pleasant. Uh, it's like it's a, not pleasant. It's a, like a vertical slit in his stomach. It's gross. <laughs> is it a cloaca? Oh, no. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Uh, put some pants on, Diddy. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ, Diddy. Wear a belt. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god. Pro news on the next page. Alright, We're getting some industry insights. Oh, and at the <laughs> top of this page, 3DO downhill slides begin. Jesus Christ. 3DO consoles <laughs> headed for the endangered species list. Says the caption. It's still doing better than the Jaguar, according to this uh, comparison. That is... <laughs> yeah, the Jaguar's not looking faint. too good. Jaguar, that is faint praise. But there's, there's a lot of... Uh, there's just a lot There's just a lot of industry speculation here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's basically oh. PlayStation is dominating. We're, we're, we're getting the rise of PlayStation basically ruling this particular cycle which makes sense on the sense. bottom though there's there's an advertisement for blockbuster video games of summer sweepstakes oh hell yes blockbuster? hell yes after <laughs> announcing the blockbuster video games of summer sweepstakes last month blockbuster is now announcing the prizes it's offering for the biggest video game sweepstakes ever the sweepstakes is part of the block i keep saying i'm not going to keep saying blockbusters Oh my god. Rental program that runs a blah 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 blah. Customers who rent four video games will get an additional video game rental free! What a deal. Uh, what a bargain. Uh, yeah. And it lead, oh, is see. going to lead into the prizes. Uh, most of which are unremarkable except for the top prize. Which mm. is uh, 10 lucky gamers will receive ultimate game rooms. <laughs> Pretty cool. Including a big screen Sony television. Like 30 inches, Saturn. probably. 
a PlayStation, a VCR. Hell yeah. A gaming chair. Oh, here comes the good one. A soda vending machine. Oh my god. An ice chest. A lava lamp. I think the and lava lamp. I think the lava the lava lamp has passed from the the gamer collective identity, which is really that, a shame. Uh, that is such a own on whoever wins this. It's just be like, oh, you want a lava lamp <laughs> in the game room? You oh, want a so a vending machine that's going to be expensive to restock? <laughs> What yeah, if but they want your soda's all cold? Why next do you to have the a, ice chest, a vending machine and an ice chest? What's the point? Why do you want a, a vending machine? It uh, very, very simply, uh, so you can say you have a Pepsi machine. Cool. But also, like, can you imagine, like, nowadays? Because for some reason, Mountain Dew is still really popular with gamers. Can mm. you imagine that, it, given this sort of a cultural environment, Mountain Dew putting out a Mountain Dew branded, like, and colored lava lamp? Just how well it would sell? <laughs> that would be. I, they I would, I, they would not do that because then there would be people who bust it open and drink the shit. Yeah, I, I feel there's nothing more ridiculous than the Mountain Dew tactical gamer can. So <laughs> I, I I can't imagine yeah. this. The the lava lamp though, I would like to comment is just '90s as fuck. I remember when I was a small child wanting a lava lamp very badly because I thought they were cool. All right, let's you know, turn. Lava lamps were passe in the '90s. This was. That's an extremely kitschy thing, even now. Mm. Um, I would like to say, as an aside, that when I was very young, I won my. I made it to the state championships for the Blockbuster Video Game Championship and got oh. fucking owned because oh I was a nerd who didn't play NBA Jam. <laughs> Damn, uh, it's, it's always it's always the sports that uh, that that knock us down. It's the true. wretched sports ball. Uh, let's see. Turning the page, and we have Iron Man X O Mano War Heavy Metal, the video game, the nuts and Ooh. bolts of it. This have... is. Oh man, this looks fucking ugly as shit. Yeah, this yeah. is not good. There's there's nothing particularly like egregious like the Olympics ad, but it's mm. just all so ugly. It's just like this small text. This the. I guess that's Mojo. Who's that Krang looking motherfucker in the center? Just just call him Krang. He he doesn't make me happy. Mecha Mecha Krang. And um, Man of War and a really weird looking uh, Iron Man suit. I don't really give a shit about this. I'm moving on. I just want to point out before we move on, though, mm. like it's one of my f- one of my favorite like one of my favorite things that I dislike about '90s design, and mm. that is everything. Every 3D model has to be really, really shiny. Yeah, I, I think that might have been a limitation of the the heart, like the hardware at the time. Because um, you're you're right that that was definitely a thing where like every 3D model would just be like shiny as fuck. And I don't know why that is. Maybe they were trying to show off ray tracing. They're like, ooh, look at this. It's ray traced. <laughs> or maybe that's just how they thought, I don't know, reflections worked. 
<laughs> did 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 light work differently? Was everything in the 90s? Co- covered in just like uh, a thin layer of shimmering grease in the nineties? Well, well, I'm never asking. Know. I'm asking uh, Reese. You were a fifteen. Was everything very greasy and shiny in the nineties? I mean, honestly, greasy. Yes, honestly, the nineties <laughs> to me was more about that that Olympics font from a couple of pages earlier. That was mm. fucking everywhere. That, um, that, whoever that... invented that. Uh, is riding high or low. I don't know. Either that, it's an extreme in one direction. That font and those like those, those weird like uh like triangles, uh those like isosceles triangles like that are colored yellow and the squiggly lines or whatever that you get oh, from like yeah. the Rugrats. Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm turning the page. Here we are. And um All right, death. I would- I would like to point out uh, on this page, right at the top, they have, uh, because the internet was still new and fancy, they have, the here's some cool websites for you to visit. You want to <laughs> check out DigiPen, the video game school, and the FBI. Go to the FBI's website, gamers. Wait, holy Isn't that shit. Awesome? <laughs> Where the fuck is that? It's the lower left under NetPro. Oh my, oh my god. god. Go to H H T T P colon forward slash forward slash double hue dot fbi dot gov forward slash oh my god okay technically it's not game related but this site's still pretty cool check out oh, the hey, status also- of current investigations and the famous 10 most wanted list also one of the Jesus. one of the the HTMLs is literally just an IP address <laughs> oh my it fucking took me a god to register oh my <laughs> This is, it wasn't even, oh my goodness. So it doesn't even have, like, a domain name registry. Cool. That's neat. I wonder what happens if you type that in now. Mm. Now We can check all of these. The only one I know for sure is still around is FBI.gov. I imagine GameShark is still around for some reason. I, I get that impression. Yeah, it, it seems pretty like, big. like one of those things that won't die, even though it's not needed anymore. I I am really looking forward to future editions we check out where we get to see exciting new recommendations as to what websites <laughs> there are. Oh my god, it's like it's like when you get like a new appliance and you're looking for excuses to use it. It's still in that phase of like, oh, you've got the internet now. What do you do with it? <clears throat> God, I don't know. I guess go to the FBI website for some reason. Anyway, uh, here's an advertisement. Death. It's what they live for. Yeah, cool. them, uh, them like larval uh, 3D arena fighting games. Battle Arena 2. Toshinden. Battle Arena Toshiden, uh, Toshinden 2. Thank you very much. That's, that's whatever. No one's going to correct me. <laughs> I did. Well, you're banned from my podcast. If uh, I'm only inviting people who no don't po- correct my stupid no pods, no masters, no pods, no masters. Only FBI.gov. Double Hugh, double Hugh, dot. This game was notable for uh, having an FPS option in mm. the in the option screen. I think you could do like low FPS and, like, amazing graphics or high FPS, and they would reduce the graphics. Mm. I thought was interesting. Okay. 
Let's go to the next page. Um, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's the boomerang controller. It's the Pippin Atmark. A cons- part console system, Wait, no. part home productivity system, part network computer. This is this is the Apple console. Oh, I don't that, think this ever came man. out. Okay, in let's see. In development for nearly two years, the Pippin Atmark has finally surfaced in Japan. Formerly called the Bandai Power Player, the Pippin is basically a Macintosh computer. Customized to function as a network computer, a game system, and a home productivity machine. Okay. Gaming uh, is home productivity. Okay, it, it I've never heard port? of this fucking thing. What is that? It has a what? Something, uh, what is a geoport? That's, that's like one of the features. Uh, it must be like some sort of fucking custom... It's, it's, it's like a custom serial port, I guess? Just like... Here's this port that connects to nothing, but proprietary <laughs> products. Holy I guess, hell! I'm looking at I can't the believe price. Apple was doing that for yeah, and the, the I googled specs. the price point for it, and Jesus fuck, it's five hundred dollars uh, in 1996 money. Uh, six yeah, megabytes of memory, but it's expandable to 13 megabytes. Uh, quad speed CD-ROM. Uh, the dimensions. Uh, AV and S-Video VGA output. That's pretty good. S-Video, I've heard, is very nice. So, uh, this this console had 18 games released for it, and two of which I feel are are worth oh. uh, talking... Oh, th- three of which are worth talking about. One is anime designer Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Man, if you zoom in on the fucking control... This... this awful uncomfortable looking ass controller it has a fucking trackball in the center it does have a trackball it's got a this fucking is awesome track. i'm gonna track one of these down <laughs> and burn it that's what i'm gonna game on it genuinely looks like one like a very uncomfortable controller to hold but seriously another game is home improvement one two three <laughs> <laughs> and mr potato head saves veggie valley these is so Sounds strange. Sounds like a wonderful platformer. I've never heard of that game in my life. Uh, and so probably for get, good reason. You get a PlayStation for $100 less than this just insane piece of garbage. I can't <laughs> believe this didn't, this didn't do well. Oh my god. Then an advertisement for Mortal Kombat 3, which, you know... It's pretty, yeah, pretty much exactly what which you expected to be. Which, given that what we saw from the the write-ins, is probably going to cause more contention later on. <laughs> like this is developing drama. The tension will <laughs> over Mortal Kombat's legacy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that interested. I'm going to the next page. Yeah. Game Pro Labs, and then this full page advertisement. That's like. I'm trying. I'm just trying to read it. Rapid ozone depletion, blood-sucking insects, your mother's new bathing suit, and sand on your weenie. The stench of burning flesh, and the best reason reason to stay inside this summer. Well, you oh see. my god! And then the next page, it's the blockbuster video games of summer sweepstakes. <laughs> I, I. I... I like the ironically detached, like lip service paid to uh, glow uh, to climate change. There, 
<laughs> it's not even climate change. This was back when people were concerned about the hole in the ozone layer, like because of like um, refrigerants and like what they mm-hmm. used in hairspray uh, was starting to like expand the hole in the ozone layer, which is cool. Uh, they banned those. I think they're called CFTs. Yeah. Hydrofluorocarbons. Chlorofluorocarbons. Chlorofluorocarbons. I should know this. What, I'm, what? I work in HVAC, but uh <laughs> What I like about this ad is that until you turn the page, it looks like it's just an ad for staying inside and playing video games. <laughs> it's a public service there. announcement. Don't go outside. It Jesus sucks. Christ. My brain has been completely and utterly devastated by the internet and just looking at this removed from what it's like, even with the context of what it's saying, this like if put out now, this ad would come off as extremely horny. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it definitely does. Yeah, do you guys want to move on yeah. to the next one? Yeah, let's yeah, we uh we should give in to our urge to be snappy. Yeah, let's see. Uh, there's a shooter's think... dream Robotech. Robotech ruled, mm. but this is this yeah. looks like a lot of con- concept interviews and uh... <laughs> and awful, awful fucking page design again. Well, you see, the the fun part about gaming magazines is that is their awful page design never changed. It never got better. Like literally. Some of these pages are just like okay, white on uh, white text on a black background. Good, good, good. You've got it. And then this one is just like uh, it's mostly black, but sometimes we have really bright orange chunks in it of indiscernible shapes. Yeah, I think it's funny in the bottom right that there's a little blurb about how oh, no, the actually the N sixty four controller doesn't suck, and it's perfect <laughs> for this game. The controller is great. Without a doubt, it's best. It's the best I've seen. You wouldn't think it would be comfortable because of the three legs, but it is. <laughs> and how does he describe uh, the fast shooting acts in a Robotech? It'll be great sweaty palms game. Again, very oh, horny. A... <laughs> uh, I can't wait to have my sweaty palms all over this uh, Nintendo 64 controller. All right. So there isn't much remarkable on the next page except for their announcement of GamePro Online Hell being yeah. launched. I cannot wait. And I think the this oh, this image of them uh, of like the the met, the concept sketch uh-huh. of if what if you were in the Matrix GamePro <laughs> Online what it would look like and the different numbered features the library web links search oh my god <laughs> this is back I, when people didn't know what the fuck the internet was oh web I links special interest groups <laughs> i really like how they're pushing shockwave <laughs> maximum experience oh hell yeah you and need it has shockwave that, it has... graphics. Oh my god! I remember fucking shockwave. Yep. Holy shit! <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember needing it to play like Lenny Walkabout. You needed it to play anything. And but yeah, it's a blast from the past. Fuck off, shockwave! I'm glad you're dead. Good riddance. <laughs> no one's mourning you. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Weblinks connect you to more than 500 gaming-related sites. So that was all the game-related sites on the internet. Probably. At the time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, here's another boring sports ad. Um, oh yeah, my there's... god. The next page. Mortal Kombat oh, the this... movie. <laughs> uh, I think the, the the next page is the important one. It's summertime. Dare you jump into Scary Larry's Haunted <laughs> Summer Camp? <laughs> A new phone adventure. <laughs> and uh, down down in the bottom right, it just says Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Only a dollar fifty per minute. Oh, but you. S- <laughs> oh my God! It's literally a fucking call-in adventure thing. What the fuck? I didn't. It's only a dollar forty-nine per minute. So this is what like the whole Falcon Hoof uh bit is Adventure Time call. Wait, hang on. If the, on. Was this the first speed run uh, competition? <laughs> Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm sure that, uh, past winners, whatever version of this. The past winner, the grand prize winner, was Grant, uh, Jeff Christopher of Greenwood, South Carolina, at 49 seconds. Cool. Yeah. But I I want to talk about that Mortal Kombat ad for just a, a quick second, mm. and that is, okay. I really, really miss those, uh, uh, those, those, those rendered box, like uh, those rendered 3D box arts, like this, because it looks so fucking obviously fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is, wow. it is, it is a, it is the person's idea of what a of what a uh, VHS uh. of what a VHS box looks like. But only having seen advertisements of VHS VHS box boxes, and not VHSs themselves. I mean, I'm yeah. just glad to see this movie because it's a it's a fantastic movie. It's twenty I motherfucking mean, dollars, which is just nuts. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can you imagine paying twenty dollars for this fucking movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. I mean, be glad you were four. This is this is what this is what the world was like. You wanted a movie, you spent twenty dollars on a VHS tape, or you rented it, which is honestly what most people did. Or your rich friend bought the VHS tape, and you went over yeah. to their house to see it. Oh, and then you asked to borrow it, and then you stopped talking to your rich friend. Nice. All That's right. uh, Praxis. Steal their VHS tapes of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's the Jerry Maguire project, but Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> All right, next page. Page 34. Uh, another sports. great fucking <laughs> just amazing graphics design here where they have, like, the text, but it's, like, overlaid over something. So it's all very, very ugly. What's up with that PlayStation logo in the upper right, and why does it look so unfinished? I don't know. It's sort of like just, a circle. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah, that's just no, what I mean, it looks like. No, I mean, like, it, not the logo itself, but, like, the graphic designer, they, like, stopped working on put, implement, implementing it into the page, so now it just looks like it's just there, rather than... Because there's just a white nothing. 
surrounding well, it. Well, I think, well, the article is about the uh, expo in Tokyo. So the black circle with the PlayStation logo with the white square is supposed to represent <laughs> the flag, I think. <laughs> uh, well, that is good. That's that a deep is a, cut. That is a bold design decision. Jesus Christ. I mean, I defy you to find another reason. <laughs> That's true. Uh, other than just, like, maybe the only image they had of it was it with a giant white border. Who knows? Anyway, um, it's just a recap of what happened in the expo in Tokyo. Um, so I'm I'm honestly not that interested in it. Um, Hardball yeah. 5, a league by itself. That's an advertisement. Yeah, that is a, that is a very interesting advertisement, and does not at all make my eyes glaze over from boredom. Indeed. Yeah, um, seriously. Next page. Now Tons that is people. a fucking advertisement. Hell yeah! <laughs> fucking original artwork of a French chef with a jetpack shooting some sort of goblin creature and attacking another one with a frying pan. And the game is called P.O.D. Oh God, I've never heard of this game. I haven't either, even though the tagline says, a great addition to any PlayStation owner's library, P.O.D. is one of the best games of 1996. By P.S. Extreme, which of course is spelled P.S. Extreme. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. My goodness. So, uh, <laughs> that is an advertisement. Oh my god, this is somebody... This though look at this quote a super voyage into the bizarre more colorful and enjoyable than doom by video game games that's the quote something was PO PO met with polarizing opinions among critics <laughs> one magazine i have it here as one star and another gave it four stars <laughs> well that was the 3DO copy <laughs> oh boy True. I'm sure the 3DO copy was not. I've never heard of this game, but it looks just nuts. It's in first person. It's a, yeah, it's a Doom like. Oh my god! It, yeah, and, every single one of these reviews is just like Doom, first person shooter, Doom. And for some reason, like a part, there are slippers on the HUD. I don't the 90s know. were a hell of a time. What a time uh, oh, to be okay. alive! Okay, I found I found I found a very nice uh, out of context uh, screen cap from the game where the, there are no slippers; it's just bare feet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's like an icon. I'm looking at people playing the game right now. What uh, is it's with just like the a feet? let's play of this baffled guy, and it's just like in the upper left, it's just always just bare feet. What the? F- <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I'm watching a Let's Play of this now. That yeah. sounds incredible. <laughs> it has everything that Alt needs. Uh, bare feet. Uh, French chef, bare feet. Mm. <laughs> Kidding, uh, very okay. specifically to my interest. Next page. And another clusterfuck of page design. Just, yeah, you don't have also... to make every background like a different colored pattern. Just Christ. I crash this is like sneak preview. Just imagine what they think of gamers here. Unless every single page is a different bright color, they're going to lose interest. They're not going to get into the Shadows of the Empire preview. 
Yeah. They're going to peace out when they find out that the N64 is delayed. Lord almighty. I, I'm i not sure if anything on this page is worth talking about. There's a red asphalt uh, preview and a Crash Bandicoot preview. Yeah, not really. Like, they're, they're just... These are just, uh, like, previews in, uh, like... I like a weird uh, like a weird progression indicator for how long Ooh, it is yeah. in development. Next page though. I'm going to the next page. I had not I did not know about this game. AD&D Iron Blood developed by oh. Take-Two Interactive. Yeah, it was a fighting game if I recall correctly. <laughs> Set in a medieval fantasy world, AD&D Iron Blood is a 3D fighter in the vein of Toshinden. Paladins, dwarves, warlords, and wizards battle it out in what promises to be a dark and menacing combat that features magic and weapons instead of martial arts. What sets Iron Blood apart are its options. You can make terrain important to each character's power by bringing medieval objects into play. What? Or you can make your com your combatants stronger by collecting items in the campaign mode. I don't. That sounds kind of cool. I've never heard That's of this a, game. It sounds like that, like the Soul Calibur method of. Uh, yeah, like, like the know. adventure mode in Soul Calibur too, which was dope. Probably oh, I mean, way shittier I mean, than that, but you know. Oh I yeah, it's got terrible to... reviews, and it came. It <laughs> uh, came out. It came out called. Uh, at, it didn't come out as AD and D Iron Blood. It came out as Iron and Blood Warriors of Ravenloft, which is honestly a much better name. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. All right, so I think we're running out of time <laughs> for today. Uh, I would like to. I would propose that we skip ahead to whatever page uh, the Discworld thing is on. 90... Ninety-six, I believe you said. Yeah, I would like to link this out of co- this out of context screenshot from Iron and Blood. Do it from the character select. Oh boy! Oh my gosh! That's some. <laughs> I like how there, there's a fucking werewolf in it in the top right that just looks like I don't know. He just looks chubby. It's funny. Chubby no werewolf. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm I'm not shaming the chubby werewolf. He looks like he's very huggable. All right, I'm going to go skip to page 96. Uh, what page are we on now? Just uh, so I can remember it. It's on 98. Oh no no no! What page were we on before that? So we can come back to. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, page forty, making marking a note here. So let's go to the Discworld thing and let's wrap up. Uh, if if it, yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh my goodness! Some. Yes, misandry. Uh no, the 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 archive keeps fucking up for me and just sk- skipping all over the place when I'm trying to find it <laughs> again. Right. Yeah, it's a page ninety eight in the actual archive thing. I found the page. It's on page forty, uh, which I guess would be like forty two. Anyway, oh boy, here we go. Feature fantasies: a sneak peek at upcoming games for RPG fans. Discworld two missing presumed. Let's see. Last year's... By Sir Scary Larry. Yeah, I almost forgot his name. Scary Larry. Last year's Discworld for the PSX was undoubtedly the funniest interactive adventure for a console system to date. 
Discworld used humor with a wizard slash fantasy slash ninja twist. Uh, okay. To guide players through an immensely complex yet insanely funny world. Now, Sony's done it again with Discworld 2. Debuting on the PlayStation and PC CD, Discworld 2 looks like another great time for Brincewind? They got his name wrong. It's Rincewind. Rincewind. Oh my god. Uh, I I think you might want to write a letter to them. I'm going to... Uh, let's... <laughs> get furious at GamePro. <laughs> you fucking uh, morons. You misspelled Rincewind's and, name. And to to, to like continue on the, the thread of horniness, I'd like to point out the Ralph Bakshi-esque uh, like bombshell in the lower left. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There's a lot. Of, like the uh, art style is very boxy. I have to say. Another thing I like about this whole corner, they're like up in the upper tab where it says "Role Players Realm." That font is still used for some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hell yes. There's a lot more things, but we'll get to them eventually. I'm sure. I'm just gonna check around before we. Uh, before we leave you for now, but I think that's everything. Uh, role yeah, players, think, uh, it's gonna be great. I think we can maybe come back around to a second part. Like yeah. the rest of the magazine is like a lot of little reviews. I think we've kind of gone through the hits, so I think we can browse through the the rest of the magazine yeah. much quicker. I, yeah, I I think it might be a good idea to like go for go through it beforehand and dog ear some specific pages. Probably a That's good idea. Probably we'll do that the, next the time. Smart thing. We'll do it next time. But for now, thank you for listening. We, we... And thank you for being with us, Missandry. Uh thank you for having me on and taking me back on this ride to the past. This roller coaster <laughs> ride to the heady days of nineteen ninety six. The the very, very heady days of 1996. So heady that nobody back then knew how to fucking format a page without adding some garish background uh, with, like, white text on a bright orange background. Oh, boy. This was everything, man. It was hell. <laughs> it was just a constant assault on your senses. <laughs> Listen, I... man, the 90s were my personal Vietnam. I will I will say as as a person with autism this is definitely triggering sensory overload. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you honestly as a person who doesn't have autism it's it's still pretty fucking overwhelming. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.